It's time for another Game Day, hosted by Flames Nation and Barn Burner at Greta Bar YYC. Join the crew at our favorite Game Day watch party spot, Greta Bar YYC, Saturday, March 23rd to watch Calgary take on Vancouver. Doors open at 7 p.m. Tickets are $10. Good food, good prizes, and a guaranteed good time. This event is brought to you by McLeod Law LLP and Village Honda. Get your tickets at nationgear.ca before they sell out. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Well, it used to be our fault. It, it was did. the show, it, right? It was Afterburner. It was our fault. We were taking it hard. It was tough. It was hard on us. People were telling us not to do yeah. the show. The thing about them playing poorly again is no one's blaming us anymore. The Flames are taking full responsibility, or at least fans are making them fully responsible. Welcome to Afterburner. There's Pinder. It's Boomer. After a 4-3 Coyotes win in in extra time. The dedication to lose by one remains strong for this team. Yeah. It's it's um, a seven-game winning streak against the Coyotes. Finally snapped. Yeah, we'd all been waiting. We knew it was a matter of time. It's it's frustrating, obviously, on a number of levels, because even maybe this is just if you were still hanging and clinging to hope that there was going to be a heater and you were going to get a chance to get in, you had to have two tonight. Yep. Nashville wins. I know Winnipeg loses. Maybe for some people, this will be able to kind of uh, kick the can down the road a little bit. Points is good. Yeah. You know, but it's it's just very, very hard to watch. They, it was the last time they were in, in Arizona. We watched it. Uh, we were at the, the casino. We watched it together. And there you go, yeah. they were dominating the first period and down. And it felt like they deserve a better fate here. This is going to come around. And then it did. And they won going away. I don't know that I felt like they were very any more deserving than the Coyotes. I, who did the right team win? What did you make of the effort and the, uh, I guess, just the response here from the Flames in what has to have been a must-win game? I thought the effort was considerably worse than what we saw on that night where they won 6-3 uh, amid another desert road trip where they went to Vegas following the contest. Uh, that night, puck luck was not on their side. The hockey gods uh, made them earn it they got down 3-1 there was an edge in the shot clock um there's there was one tonight but that one actually also represented scoring chances the scoring chances were soft tonight it was not a decidedly strong effort they were incredibly sloppy i think of multiple breakaway chances early against nazim kadri i don't know what that that's probably his worst game as a flame it just my initial reaction without looking at the data bad turnovers trying to do too much on his own gifting the puck away and it you know fitting that that's how the game ends as well not that it's directly him but well it's I mean, you- Nazem Kadri in the first period turns the puck over and it was Dauphin who goes in on a breakaway and Markstrom makes the save there yeah. um he gave the puck away on the on the Keller goal 
Yep. And then on the on the game winning goal in overtime, he's I guess you know he's on the forecheck or whatever he's doing, but they just turn it up the ice and Valimaki gets the shot off and the the rebound is there. I I feel bad for Markstrom because he makes the save and you know what he's trying to do. He's trying yep. to bat the puck away, and he just didn't have it. But yeah, it was. I, you could pick on a, on a bunch of people, but I'm with you. It was learning a lot with some of these new players. And you, we mentioned it, I brought it up a couple weeks ago, and you were saying, oh, this is kind of a cadre thing. He's not uh, free of mistakes, glaring mistakes. Well, I'm selfish. I don't know. I don't, I don't even know if it's high risk. Home. Yeah, I don't know if it's high risk, high reward. There's just some times where he's making very bad errors that are yes. costing the team. Tonight, for sure, his worst, I think, while- or at least the most glaring. Sorry, I'm all over there. Um, no, I, I'm, I keep babbling. I just just keep going on it. As far as his numbers, he played 14, 17, minus one, four shots. But yeah, he turned the puck over twice, once for a breakaway, second time for what's the go-ahead goal at the time, and then probably could have played the game winner a little better. Yeah. Um, Wolverine, can you hit the far light? Just one of them. Thank you. So I was thinking... Hubert will frustrate you because he won't shoot sometimes and he's he's not selfish enough. Just the actual light, the far one. Um, whereas when Kadri is trying to do mu- too much, it's just, I'm going to dance everyone. I'm going to toe drag this guy. I know I'm at the blue line, but I'm going to try to make a move here. Like, just gain the zone, Naz. <laughs> and it was almost like their worst performers tonight were their, their biggest veterans. That's perfect. Like, Sorry. Right on the fly here. No, that's all right. You, you uh, got to look good, Ryan. It's, uh, it's well, okay. just this huge shadow there. We've never done that before. We're only light one half of the room. But it's but after. It's, you, it you know what? These are dark times, Ryan. These are these dark, are dark times. times. We won't fucking gas all yeah. these things. <laughs> but I thought it was a lot of their veterans that were the worst tonight. Like, I think yeah, Backlund just tried tested and true with his effort. I thought Lindholm was working and couldn't get any breaks. But Huberto wasn't good. Kadri wasn't good. You know, Zadorov, I thought, struggled a ton tonight. I thought Mackenzie Weger didn't have a good night. Um, Tantov and Hannafin have been really good together. I don't think tonight was a banner night for them. And I know that Daryl would love mentioning it when the kids don't. Well, you know, some of the kids weren't ready. Like, these are the fucking guys. These are the guys you brought in to win with. And why are they the ones that you see their games drop significantly when they play a bottom feeder? It's infuriating. You know, I, I, you hear it all the time about your your best players have to be your best players, but it's been such a weird season to watch. I guess if you grab the stats sheet and you look at it, that's one way to determine who the good players are. But it's been so consistent and upside down. I guess just all over the place. You know, who who are their best players from any one night? Nazem Kadri, you mentioned them, and they showed it on the broadcast. Twelve games, no goals. That's trying to do everything too. It's it kind of hits you because they walked through it for Coleman. He almost had that one or whatever, but he didn't. So no goals in six games, but he's been, he's been somewhat impactful. We love dubs, but six games with nothing. Pelche, six games, nothing. Manjapani, 10 games, no goals. Oh yeah. It's definitely too. I should have not excluded him from that prior. That's comment. five or six of your top six. Yeah that haven't scored in friggin' weeks. Those are your highest paid guys. That's pretty much it. I mean, I think Toffoli and Backlund have been your two forwards where night in, night out, you know what you're getting. And there's nights where there's mistakes and there's nights where they're snake bitten, but the effort's always there and you can tell it burns in them. And I thought it was telling when Rasmus Anderson mentioned that Backlund's their leader. And I think that's a, a nice tip of the cap to Michael Backlund because we've watched him come in as a rather meek, young, soft-spoken, quiet 
you know, high hyped rookie way back when, but now he is a leader, but I think it's also indictment of the, the, some of those other guys that we mentioned. Why are they not able to be leaders in this group? Um, or at least not to the same significance of Backlund. I don't, it feels like I'm diminishing the comment about Backlund, but like, Jesus, you, you don't bring in a guy who's 32 for seven years. If this is what year one looks like, mm-hmm. be better. Warner said it, I don't know, a month, two months ago. You don't see them excited. You don't see them enjoying each other's company very often. They just don't seem like that's the t- this team. And you sure don't see them pissed off very often. We saw Kadri in a very important part of a hockey game get himself tossed going into overtime. He was pissed off there. You just don't I just I don't know what we're watching. We've said it over and over again, and obviously we're getting the answer. Is yeah. that it's it's a dysfunctional team. It's not a it's not a good team, or it's not just. There's some good players here, yeah. but this combination and how they're how they're slotted and everything is, it's just not it's not their season, and it's not just because of goaltending. It's it's just a no. bad mix. So I don't know what you do. I you shake. It I don't want to. I don't want to blow the doors off right now with whatever it is. Fifteen games left. We'll have lots of time, and then Jesus, that the early long. part of summer to talk about it. But you. It's hard to believe you have all the the, the off season changes you had a year ago. Gaudreau and Kachuk and Monahan, all these guys left. You need to do it again. I I, I just yeah. I mean, I, I I know we've talked about you've got to run it back. You got to just hope that this was a thing. I feel like that's a little naive to assume that they're just going to come back after a summer off and be like, ah, last year was last year. This year's this. No, year. there has to be whether change. there's got to be some some real change and, from top to bottom and off the ice as well. There's got to be some changes too. Gotta yeah. Be. No, I mean, look, the GM, we don't know. He doesn't have a contract, and I'm I'm not here saying that Brad should be fired. After a night like tonight, it's everyone wants the GM fired, but, you know, when they win two games in 40 or in 28 hours in Dallas and Minnesota, it's the opposite. The coach has got a lot of blood on his hands this year. I think what's going to force their hand is that they're capped out and they still have roster spots to fill. And if Oliver Shillington's coming back, you know how Daryl views him. He and Tanev were a second pair. Like you don't need five top four defensemen and you're not going to, this is where we butted heads a little bit a while ago, but I'm sorry, you're not going to carry seven guys in on UFAs. You're going to move some and it might not be for a pick because we're not rebuilding, but you might move, you know, let's say a Toffoli for a guy that's got two years of term that might not be as good, but it's a little younger. This well, we butted, is gonna we butted heads. And, and again, just to just to put a bow on it, it's not that I disagree with you. I'm just saying this team, this dysfunctional at times team that we've watched for since 04, like this is how they do business. They they they, they just don't. They don't do it. I just can't. I don't. It's something Honestly, would have to change. Them. I'm saying like do what Vancouver's done. So you move out Horvat, but you don't use that first. You immediately turn that into Philip Perona. Like that's the type of move they'll do because it'll help them get under the cap for next year. They don't want to stockpile future picks because they still, you know, are pot committed to your point of like, this is a contention window, but I I think you, and there's a great article. I think it was um, Mike Gold put it up um, earlier today. What's Elias Lindholm's extension going to cost? You have that conversation this summer. You do. Oh, and, of course you do. Yeah. yeah. So and so if you think that like, oh, well, just they're gonna run it back, they can't afford to run it back. You can't add Lindholm at you know another four million a year and have the shit fit in six months uh, in a year's time. Never mind that they're Pike had the comment, they're already a million over the cap. 
if it's going to 83 and a half next year. And that's not with a full roster. Like there has to be change. And to be fair, I've sort of been like, let's let it play out. Let's let it play out. The more you watch, the more it's really hard to think there doesn't need to be change here. Is that not the case for you? Like now that they're getting goaltending and they're still falling flat against shitty teams. And I'm going to do it for the show tomorrow. The record against bottom feeders. It's fucking awful. They are better against playoff teams than non-playoff teams. They are worse against the bottom six teams in the league, I would wager, than the top six teams in the league. That speaks not to talent. That speaks to the exact opposite. That speaks to will. You're talented enough to hang, you know, they play Boston tough in Boston, empty net goal, they lose by two. They spot them a 2 nothing lead on two shots. They come back, have a lead, get a point in overtime. You know, they've played good teams very well this year, but your inability to take out the scraps, this, these garbage teams that, yes, are loose and having fun, but you're more talented then. That's, that's the Achilles heel. And that tells me that this group does need a, a shakeup. They, we they, over. they haven't cleaned it up. And and you will see guys like Lucic. I see on on the uh, the comments and the chats are coming in from Facebook and from YouTube. You know, Lucic will go. Listen, we've taken runs at Lucic. This they aren't a Milan Lucic away from You know, unless he's kicking the shit out of everybody before the game, and they're like, that's not changing everything. I don't know. I don't know what. The, honestly, I I don't like you said. Blood on his hands. I don't see it changing if Sutter's back. I, I, I don't know that I, I just don't think that I don't know that the GM's back because he doesn't have a contract. I don't the the coach. Does he want to do this again? Is this like, I know he's got this contract extension, but what it, it's not working because I'm with you hundred percent. It was for a while. Maybe it's because they're power play or maybe it's because they're goaltending or maybe it takes time for new guys to fit in enough. Yeah. This is it's, they are what their record says they are. And it's a non playoff team. Yeah, they are a non-playoff team. They're not making the playoffs. They couldn't beat the Ducks and they couldn't beat the Coyotes. Stop, yeah. right? Like it's it, enough. we can we can be diplomatic about it. Jeez, like they, they can't go on a winning streak. They no. have won three in a row since early December, and we talked yeah. about it with Frank a week ago. What what does it take for Calgary Flames fans to have a, a, a rational conversation about the playoffs? And he said five wins in a row. Well, here's your fucking five in a row. You didn't lose to the Ducks. You didn't lose to the Coyotes. There it is. Yeah. That's all you had to do to get to five. Now I'm not suggesting the others were easy. You know, there's there's some a quality, tough four points and two nights on the road there with a lot of travel in the middle. But that's what's so infuriating about this group. And to be fair, that's why this group probably does need a serious shake. Mix in financial stuff. Mix in that potentially there's a new GM. Mix in that there's got to be a serious conversation about the missteps of the coach. I don't I don't think it's a boring offseason. I'm kind of with you. Like. I don't know that you're you're doing the the blockbusters for guys in their 30s trades this summer, but I would expect lots of action. I do wonder. Yeah, and, and we'll have lots of time to talk about it. But whether the team decides that he's not coming back or he decides he's had enough, if Treliving is done, you you need a new general manager. What GM worth his worth his salt is coming here to work with Daryl with how Valamaki, two assists tonight. Another, so that's what, uh, seven, eight, like, he's been point per game for the last couple of weeks. Like, he just he's lost him for nothing. He's going to be for five years. I just wonder. Into it. I just wonder if you're looking at a new GM and a new coach, and it's, if it's just, Daryl goes farming and Brad goes wherever, and 
you, you just turn the page. Because I don't think a GM is going to come here knowing how Daryl controls the lineup. Who well, would want to do it? Uh, so who will want to do it is someone that's never been a GM before that's been making yeah. 200 grand a year that's going to make a million and a half or two million being a GM. That's who will do it. Um, and and, and I'll, I'll say this. like If your first GM opportunity, it's usually something's gone fucking seriously wrong. And you get to fire a coach or two, but you might not do it right away. Like I think of Mike Greer. He walked into that financial mess that Doug Wilson left, and it was not without some success. They made the playoffs like 16 out of 17 years, but that's his first job. I mean – Montreal is the first job for Kent Hughes. That's, you know, capped out and bad with dead bodies everywhere. And no more fucking carry yeah. pricing. Like you, you take it because it's a GM job and there's only 32, but I get your point. Like Steve Eisman ain't coming here. Kyle Dubas, if he's a free agent, he ain't coming here. If Daryl's here. I mean, what you're going to do is have another green GM, which is the history of this organization because it's cheap, but it also means it's going to be another guy making his first mistakes not a seasoned veteran here. And that's a problem if, if they're going to go that way. And look, I, there's a world where I could certainly be on side with true living coming back as a general manager of this group. But to your point, it's, 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 it's not us saying he should go. It's more reading the room. Daryl's got an extension in his pocket and the owner hates paying two guys to do one job. If he's going to fire, excuse me, if he's not going to bring back one of them, it's the guy that doesn't mm -hmm. have the deal. Every time they fire a coach, they go bargain bin. Like, even if they do convince Daryl to go away, it's either two years or three years on the extension. I believe it's two. It's probably north of $2 million a year. Are you actually... And, and you can negotiate that stuff, right? If, if he just wants to, you know, if he wants to go farming and it's... Because Brad won't come back. I can't imagine Brad comes back even if, if Daryl's there, right? It, it's untenable. Well, and if we, you wonder seen where it, it's been... the allegiance is with the owner, they both talked about extensions this past summer and who got it and who didn't. And if there's, if there's a guy that Murray Edwards would pay to not be there, he'd be fine paying Daryl for what Daryl did back 20 sure. years ago and all of that, you negotiate your way out of it and you, and you move on. I just, I, I do wonder. If I see Daryl is too stubborn to, to walk away. I think he'd have to be told. Um, it's also a lot of money, but I, I, but you're right. There's a, there's a very strong relationship there. Stronger than the GMs I'd suggest. <laughs> So Winnipeg lost to Carolina 5-3. Nashville beats Detroit 2-1. So with the single point, uh, it's now, I mean, what are we doing? Why am I even we doing on here? one breath? I'm telling you. Winnipeg's got 79, Nashville 75. They got five back. But they're five back in Nashville. have, what, three games in hand? Yeah. yeah My Betway bet of the day came through. I had Clayton Keller anytime goal. Whatever. Okay. And, yeah, Keller, Keller reminded you of what the Flames didn't have going right tonight. The uh, the best player was the best player. Their highest paid forward looked really fucking good. Yeah, and they got and they got a break right. The the no goal and went off the skate. Like come right? on, they, what did they actually generate tonight? So so they got a break on that <laughs> one to be to be tied. Now was it off? Yeah, was it off the? Uh, yes, it was off a skate. It was credited yeah. the back as we all thought it should have been. Because I was like, oh, maybe did he get a did he get a yeah. stick on? No, I went off his foot, man. Right off, off his skate. Foot, also, if you have the bingo card, it's another curling reference from Rick Ball. See, everyone was it really? Everyone's going was, curling. He named some weights. Yep, from the seventies. Draw weight into the net. Yeah, off the skate. 
You know what? One of my, uh, I was thinking if we were going to do one, you, you, here's the thing. You can't do the bingo card without offending the guys who are doing the broadcasts. Well, Rick, Rick, it, Rick that's not a shot at Rick. That's a funny one. And I think he'd enjoy the bingo card. Because Kelly you can easily. About, was that, can he see that the whole way? That's another one. On the card. Well, with, with Kelly or for both. Yes. Right or left flank. Somebody's always working the flank. Okay, it's, so the, uh, he's on the right flank. The, the, the right flank. I mean, it's it's just a given. It should almost be the free spot on the bingo card. But in the middle, flank right. in the middle. How about our boy Walker Durer? That's my. Uh, I mean, I'll give Walker it away. Durer. You know why? Give it away. But he might be my guy tonight. Want to go there right now? Let's go there. Let's fucking go. Cheers of the game brought to you by BK Beaufort Liquor, located on the Trans-Canada Highway across from Windsport beside McDonald's. Stop in, stock up on your way to the mountain, say hi to Mandeep. Maybe he's got a little kind of a thing there. You put your name, I, I just, you know, Mandeep, you can't you can't keep up to it. He's always doing something. He dropped off a care package for us at the studio there. Did you see oh, in the back? There's some stuff. I had to drop it off when I was hung over as hell and or sick. So I'm, well, I think by Friday I'll be ready to tackle that. Days cabinet. that end in Y, Ryan. Days that end in Y. So our cheers of the game, we raise a glass and a toast. He loves Arizona. Scored there last time. Scores Genius. again tonight. Walking in! Walking in! That boy, Walking Deer. Love that guy. Get him in there. Keep him in there. Love him. I want a 71 jersey. Honestly, I want a Durr jersey. You get the pick from this sad sack group. Right? Like, he's not cheating you on effort. He can shoot it a bit, and he flies. Like, let's go. Walker Deer. 10 minutes, 10 seconds, two shots, one goal. He's doing the, he's doing the best he can. He's doing the most with what he's getting. It's not a ton of time. He's out there. He's skating hard. He's making things happen. He's got Luch and Lewis out there. Yes. Got him, mighty. So that's my uh, cheers of the game. Big old walking. Where are you going? I'm going with you. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, I, and that—that's not a good thing. You know, I mean, here's you know the other one that I, I was thinking quite tonight, and I, I, you were backling the other night. I was Markstrom. Like he—he's just—he's working. He's working. He's working. He's working. His line mates, I thought, could have been a little sharper, but he was good. I was going to. Yeah, I, I was gonna, I was gonna maybe go, and I don't mind whatever. I didn't mind Huberto. He's creating, and you know what? If Lindholm scores at the end of regulation, yep. that's the or game tying goal and a beautiful yep. assist on the game winner. I don't yeah. know how Lindholm missed that one. I thought he right was there. invisible till that tip in, and he sort of came to life a bit. Yeah, um, and then of course he he ends up that chance after the Lindholm chance where he goes flying over the pad into the crossbar there. But it's just soft backhand, neutral zone, cross ice turnovers. You're like, oh, like it's that would drive me nuts as a peewee coach. <laughs> like Daryl, you can see why they don't they don't play the game the same way. Do not throw soft backhands through the neutral zone. This is like watching Todd Bertuzzi down the home stretch. <laughs> well, I'm looking at uh, I'm looking at the chats, and there's Justin. Justin is he's nailed it right in the head. It's a double dude. It's a double dirt <laughs> for the cheers of the game. BK Beaufort liquor. I know Mandeep was, uh, he had, I, I don't, I want to get us in trouble, you know, cause everyone, everyone's watching what we're doing, Ryan. Everybody's watching what we're doing, but Mandeep oh, had a, a nice little nice. kind of a care package, a nice little thing that he might give away to somebody who listens or watches afterburner. God forbid we do something nice for people, but Hey, look at this price. Oh, pack. wow. Look at I'm eggs. That guy. Jeez. There's Mandeep and Jerome McGinley. Jerome McGinley did not endorse this giveaway or this. <laughs> <laughs> I 
he did endorse the boots and PK <laughs> Fort liquor though. Yeah, He's smiling in the photo. He's not apprehended there. There's no gun in his yeah. back. You know what? <laughs> Mandeep, Mandeep would score 30 in the show with Aggie. Oh, hey, man. he's got That's those fun. silky mitts. That's I mean, right. if Dean McCammon could hang with that top line, so could oh, yeah, <laughs> so could Salius? Come on, yeah, man, you could do it on Twitter at BK Liquor, on Instagram at BK Beaufort Liquor, BK Beaufort Liquor with our cheers to the game, a double durr for yeah. Walker, a couple shots of Durr, a couple uh, shots of Walker, yeah, Walker special 71, two shots, barkeep. <laughs> <laughs> Walker Deer. Oh, there's nothing. You know, asking I was going to say, about, uh, this will Coronado just hmm. still his season's not over. He can't send yeah. the jet yet. He's going to get in the tournament. It's not going to be a lot of runway left, but definitely sign. This that. will shock you. Not a lot of positivity flowing through on the chat uh, tonight. Really? I'm eh? not a lot. Well, all you need to do take those standings, turn them around, Dino. Yeah, I know. <laughs> If they really want to start losing some games, they're going to get a good player. Uh, look, it, I know that it feels lost and it's like you're trapped in a five-year cage here. Coronado is a very good prospect. Wolf looks like one of the best goalies not in the NHL if he isn't exactly just that. Connor Zary's had a really nice season. Um, Jeremy Poirier is piling up points. I don't know what that means at the NHL level, but he is you know, fill in the statute as a defenseman. If this pick is in the top 15, I mean, we see kids in the top 15 step in right away. And I'm not saying that's what's going to happen, but this isn't a four years in wait type thing. Right. And it's, and, and you know what, it's as much as we're down on this year's team, there are, there are some good pieces that are yes. there. It's just not, yes. it's just the not had a really nice, you know, baptism. Yeah. God, yeah. I mean, I just feel for Manjapani. Damn, you're turned the puck over in overtime. I, just, I know. He can't buy one. What's that? The, can't score in a... I, bet, I don't know. <laughs> With a fistful of 50s and a... Fist, a yeah. Uh, <laughs> a bag full of nickels, something like he that. He couldn't yeah. get a bottle of Johnny Walker's yeah. at With a fist of 50. And it's not just... Right. it's Manjapani, it's 10, it's 11 games without a point. That's oh. a, and that's with Backlund piling up points at even strength. You're going that's a month without getting a point. You had 35 goals last year. There's some Man. dark times for that kid. You know, yeah, he got paid, but he's sitting at home thinking, what the hell have I got to do? What's happened? Well, what did I do wrong? Well, and I don't even know that what you sort of shrugged off isn't a big part of it. He's been a no. guy grinding for every single deal, and then there's Arb, and then... We're going to keep you on a two-way and we're going to grind you for the extra 10 grand. He finally gets paid. And now it's his, you know, worst season versus expectations of his career. That happens all the time in this league. You know, I know yeah. the extensions haven't kicked in, but like Huberto's felt the weight of the world early here. I don't know if Kadri's feeling it. He's just not playing well, <laughs> but you'll see it. Like some, like Jack Campbell never really got paid until this past summer. Um, I'm not saying Jack Campbell and Andrew Manjapani are the same thing, but mm. it's, you know, we see this a lot in pro sports. It's whether it's pressure you're putting on your own self or something else. I don't think it's kicking his feet up with Manjapani. That's not who he is, but I'm, I'm not surprised that in the first year of a new deal, it's cooled off for him. There's a question from Cole. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Off of YouTube. What kid wants to come to this train wreck? Bury them in the minors until some team claims them off waivers. Valimaki sure looks like an NHLer now. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not to that end, but you know what? The point, the point is, and we talked about it, if you're Matthew Coronado or Dustin Wolf or whatever, after you hear the stuff Daryl did about Pelche this year and Huberto's taking a shit and all this sort of thing, this is not an environment that seems overly friendly or welcoming to young guys, at least from the coach. No, but if um, you're Dustin Wolf, do you want to make a hundred grand or a million oh, bucks? I, I know, I and, know. It's... And, and for Matthew Coronado, people get too. This is a very logical thing. They the players have family advisors when they're in college that are agents. And what are agents' jobs? It's it's not to find you the place with the nicest coffee shop on your block where there's warm fuzzies. It's let's make you some money. Matthew Coronado can be a free agent and pick any team he wants to play for in the summer of 2025. That ain't soon. He could roll off year one of his entry-level contract next month. So he I would understand that. Well, I guess what I'm saying... You, not for you, but for a lot of people in the chat that don't understand this. You could be on your second contract in the NHL where guys start to have a lot of leverage and get paid or be working for like rookie signing ELC. Like Right. It's what I'm saying is, financial decision. I'm and I'm not so much about get get them in the lineup. Let's let's start building a, a team, a team that cares for each other. Some guys mm-hmm. that are feeling good. Welcome yep. to Calgary. You're a part of what we're going to do here. Let's put yep. you in a spot to succeed. Let's nurture you and and care about these players. Which is maybe I'm overselling it, but man, it's we we've all heard about what it's like in that locker room, and it's not a fun place to be at the best no, of times. If you win. Don't get too fucking high on yourself. And if you're losing, what's the matter with you? Get your bleep together. I'm F-bombing and then bleeping. But you know what I'm saying? It's, it's not an environment that's that's overly fun or enjoyable for guys. But you know what you, you, you can't control that I think is one of the biggest factors is just the expectations. Everyone talked about this was a, a better built playoff team. And maybe they're not as good in the regular season. Like, that and last year's team that was so great in the regular season and won around and ran into McDavid and you know stopped playing well in the second round. That team came into that season with what expectations? Like coin toss to make the playoffs. And the year before they had really high expectations. It was the first year they all looked, they brought in Tanev and Markstrom, and it was pandemic screwed around for sure. But no, look, this this group will be fine. They fire the coach, bring in Sutter and miss the playoffs. I, I really believe if they come back with a similar group, people aren't going to be saying they're going to win the Pacific and they're better in the playoffs. The, 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 the whole weight of expectation, we kind of alluded to it with the Manjapani deal. Like that's a big thing. I don't think we acknowledge it as much as we should. And that like, if Daryl's coaching a team that people aren't going to think make the playoffs, I don't think he's switching the lines after a loss in the eighth game of the year. Like maybe so, but by now, haven't you seen enough to maybe, knock that down a level that knock expectation the intensity? Just, no just the, like devoting the well there were expectations and they can't live up to it or the coach or, 
there's been so much, so much has been dysfunctional with this team this year. Yeah. They've been healthy. How many man games have they? It's not like they're it's without the a star. The yeah. They've had nobody injured. Yeah. And their overtime record, we laughed. This is now they fall to four and 11 in overtime, six and 14 beyond regulation. They've not come back to win a game when trailing after two. They, he's, Daryl said it the other night, they don't, they're not fragile. It's not the word I would use. I, yeah. They don't look overly confident. No, they don't look God. like they're having fun. They don't it's look like there's any chemistry. Now. And there's some lines that have been together. When your third line, when the Backland Coleman Man Japani line has by far and away been the line with the most chemistry. Consistency. Yep. Holy, like, so you've got, and that's your third line. So you've got a top six and you've moved guys around in and out because you can't guys can't play with each other. And I don't know what happened behind closed doors. If Lindholm yeah. hates Huberto or whatever, but when Daryl said, well, you know, Elias is our best player. We need to get him someone he likes playing with. You know, that's a slide tongue in cheek. Was playing on the line. Tongue in cheek comment. comment. Yes. Remember Rizichka came up there and what did Daryl say? Well, Lindy, you know, he's, it's uh, like playing. It's a guy he likes playing with. And again, maybe it's why so Darryl easy now. How like there's blood all over here. <laughs> Daryl has had so many missteps publicly this year. Never mind Milan Lucic is a second line forward for 16 games. Huh? Well, Pelche is right here. And Phillips gets less than 11 minutes, two games in a row on the fourth line. And even if you don't want to go to the Phillips level, like but just, just didn't even get there was no there was no way to justify having Milan on that line for, as for long six as weeks, just none. It's, and that's not the yeah. reason they're where they're at. No, the it's said not. It wasn't good. And there's other things, but coaching has been a big part of it. It's not everything. It. Goaltending, big part of it. Not all of it. Star players coming in, getting big dough, not playing well, big part of it. Not all of it. Man. Uh, and, and to think if they'd have beaten the ducks, Okay, you get two more points there. You get a point tonight. Not ideal. You know, not ideal. So you have a four or five kind of a thing. Hmm. Picked up nine and lost ten points. No, you lost to the Ducks, too. Let's do a buy it or sell it. It oh. is a presentation of Derek Newman of Newman Dean's Real Estate Group with CIR Realty. Buying or selling, let Derek do the work for you. Email the man dnewman at cirrealty.ca or call 403-619-6661 the buy it or sell it now when were you on with Rhett? Rhett and i worked last week one of the games because uh well they the were yeah thursday deep game? into the time zone they were there was something out east a little more i'm, I'm pulling up their, their track record here okay so it was at minnesota it was a 6 30 start you did monday dallas because i'm a bad curler every monday night mm -hmm. tuesday you got the night off and it was woof. they're in st paul they probably got in at one or two in the morning wild right. or good zero zero and you're like man like they overcame a lot there that you could see the how exhausted they were in the third they find a way they over come that um, they get some help with an overturned offside goal and then Toffoli eventually wins it in the shootout and the buy it or sell it after the game. <laughs> They're not fucking dead. Were you buying or selling? And Rhett bought and, it. Yeah. And I bought it because they weren't fucking dead, but my buy it or sell it tonight, Dane, after losses to Anaheim on Friday and the Coyotes tonight. They're fucking dead. 
set of questions? Buy it or sell it. It's a statement you buy or sell. I no see. questions here. So are they, are they done? You're saying they're done? My statement is they're fucking dead. Hmm. Buy it or sell it. Well, I mean, I don't like... I like to give everyone a shot, right? I'm, I just think it's one of those things. Until, until the math says you're out, I don't think you're out. But um, I got to say, get your Titleists, men. Oh, get your clubs, get your sunglasses, get your Bahama, Bahama board shorts, get ready. Because they're fucking done. They're fucking done. It just went full tangy. That is unbelievable. <laughs> God. I mean, really. Oh, wow. The Ducks. Couldn't beat the Ducks. Do you have a ball, Mark? Uh, <laughs> I don't know what I... It's not. Yeah, yeah, I don't know what it is. Anyway. It was, it's all I could find on short, uh, on short notice. It no, it's disappointing. Great. I said this. We, we've talked about it. There's nothing more fun than <laughs> the city when they're on a march to the playoffs or they get into the playoffs, even, you know, that series against Dallas and it sucked to lose to the Oilers, but still you had three, four weeks of excitement. The city was alive and you're and not no going to have it. Like, you know, it was the first of what would be many battle of Alberta's to come in the postseason. Yeah. So sadly, a... um, and it's not just points. You can trot out the numbers but if you've watched this team for it, it, and that's the thing, you don't need to have watched them all season. This has been all season. They don't win games. They don't go on winning streaks. They lose games that you cannot believe that they would lose. Ugh. And for a while, at least they're getting points, but you take it all away and you look back now, there was a lot of games that they didn't win, right? Oh, yeah. There was a lot of losses going on there. A, a win mixed in kind of masqueraded and, and well, if you look for you, you look through the, oh, there's an overtime loss and a shootout loss and there's a win and there's a regulation loss and a shootout loss and an overtime loss. Yeah. One win in a stretch of five or six games. There was a bunch of that that goes on. If you want, they're just, they're, they're not a good team. They, they don't know how to win. They're now getting goaltending and they still can't win. Yep. Here's an interesting little uh, tidbit for you, Dino at yeah. Vegas. The stupidest homestand of the year, home for one against Dallas, and then right back down to California yeah. for LA. Those next three games, like we've I, the nails in. Like I, I've I've said, they're dead now. This, the Nashville's playing too well. Winnipeg's too good of a hockey team. They've shown no spine in these games. You know that that you worry about, which ironically aren't Vegas, Dallas, and LA. Their next three, it is Anaheim, and. Arizona, but I can give you a, if you want, I can give you because it's Thursday, right? Is the next game we'll you, we'll do that one together? The after Thursday, break. Vegas in Vegas. Yeah, I can next do Thursday, the Vegas in Calgary. Yeah. So, but this Thursday, it's you and I doing the show. I can give you mm -hmm. Thursday nights buy it or sell it right now if you'd like. Sure. Yeah. 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 Um, are they after this loss? Now with back-to-back -back losses or whatever it is, are they going on a complete death spiral for the remainder of the season? No, see, that's not flamesy enough for this year. You're not thinking like the 22-23. I know, but you know what? Go maybe that's well maybe that's just a, this whole the thing. Curtains, the curtains open. It's like, and now for our final act, watch this. A kablamo. Yeah. 
They don't kablamo against good teams, though. Like, when have they been shit kicked this year? That's what's so frustrating about them. I wonder. They really don't. Man. <laughs> it's maddening. So, uh, I guess I'm buying. Yeah, that. yeah. We're, we're both going to buy that for Derek Newman. Yeah. Apologies for the language and props, Derek. Sorry, but, Derek. Like, he'd, he'd be buying it as well. Yeah, I'm like Carrot Top over here. I need my props. Derek Newman of Newman Dean's Real Estate Group with CIR Realty. Let Derek do the work for you. There's nothing better. You you just focus on what you want in a house. In a house, if you're buying, you want to you want to get the price you're looking for when you're selling. It's Derek. He'll go to work for you. D Newman at CIRRealty.ca or call 403-619-6641. In overtime, the Coyotes beat the Calgary Flames. You asked before on the pre-show, uh, can we put can we put Connor Ingram in the uh, group of goaltenders that we were yeah. talking about? And, and I, I think I, you can. I knew what my answer was, but I was asking you. And just to, to, to backstory, you've kept a nice catalog of names that the Flames have lost to at the other end of the rink, that goaltender. Um, oh, man, it's been a good – because there was Jackson Stauber with yep. the Blackhawks, and there was Mad Sogard. Uh, there was the kid in Philadelphia. I kind of – Airstrom. Erson. 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 Then there was Helberg with Detroit. Detroit. Yeah. Um, I mean, man, you can, yeah, I think you absolutely get to throw Connor Ingram in there because uh, the Vag Melter is their starter. So I think Connor Ingram is at least their second or third guy. And more than that, he was claimed off waivers to get to Arizona. He wasn't Laurent Brassois, right? He's not the starter in Vegas. He's supposed uh, to be. He's in Hurley. I don't really count Brassois. Yeah. They've been, you know, they've been. <laughs> Honestly, at the end, when this is all said and done, as we see for a while, you kind of oh, maybe, maybe you tiptoe around it. When this 82 is done and you go back and look at the lack of winning streaks, the how many guys are off of not even career years, just regular, regular years, yeah. offensive numbers for guys. Come on. Come on. Your last Lindholm conversation, again, I'll reference the article. I had to flamesnation.ca to check it out. Some comparables, like he's not at 20 goals yet. Michael Backlund's at 16. Yeah. No, the only guy offensively that you hang your hat on has been Tyler Toffoli. Yep. Tyler Toffoli has had a, a fine season. Really good. And, and, and I don't think it'll be lost on whoever is the GM that there will not be a better sell moment on the stock for Tyler Toffoli than this summer. Yeah. Um, now, I think what they turn that into, whether that's players under contract or picks, is certainly an entirely different conversation. But uh, I don't know that Tyler Toffoli next summer is going to sign up for more Daryl if he's still here. How many? Yeah. Okay. So that speaking of that, uh, speaking of Daryl, would you like to hear from the head coach? He uh, he has. You know what? Have you seen it yet or no? No, no, I have not. No. So before we start it, let's play a little game called (laughs) "Dang It, Daryl." And uh, is he going to be runs at players, upset, or is he? Oh, I thought we were fine. We got lots of shots. Uh, Need a big goal. Like what? What? What are? What are we predicting here for? For "Dang It, Daryl" in the post game today? (laughs) I I think it's going to be. Um, probably among other things, but I think he will have to have the need that needed a big goal again, a, another game where we didn't get the big goal when we needed it. 
That'll be my prediction. I think he will have absolutely have that. I think he will be softer than he would have been if this was December, ironically, when he was torching guys publicly. Um, I wonder what I'll say about Nazem Kadri, who uh, not many people in the comments liked either. It wasn't just me tonight and you who also didn't love 91 sometimes. Well, it was pretty, I mean, it was pretty glaring. He had two yeah. horrendous giveaways. One led to a goal. Anyway, so let's uh, let's do that. Back to it's Arizona. We hear from the head. I really like our first period. I thought it was kind of inconsistent with some of our some of our guys, but then I thought in the second we were a lot better. Made a couple, couple adjustments in terms of getting around pucks, moving better. I think we uh, answered back twice on goals. I think Walker's goal after uh, I'm not sure we could have shot it or not got it in at, on the on their goal. Then Walker comes back and scores, makes it, and then uh, uh, irresponsible play on their power play, on our power play for the shorty goal. Mm -hmm. uh, then Johnny scores a big goal. So we need somebody to make a difference in overtime. Was it uh, more of a pace thing in the first thing we were talking about in terms? Yeah, of guys getting around pucks, guys standing still with the puck instead of skating with pucks. Over time, we've seen lots of patient versions of it, but how was it uh, maybe more difficult to get the puck back once they had it tonight, or what did you say? Well, I think the first shift, obviously, they got, uh, you know, they had the puck the whole minute and a half, the killer line, but then uh, then you you got to get the puck and keep it. You know, we had a couple. The next two shifts are fine. And then uh, the overtime goal, now it's, you know, he stay, should stay with his guy, which I'm thinking he was, and then... Uh, Felch can't go. He loses his man. Do you ever seen anything quite like the overtime situation here? You've seen a lot in this game, and certainly you've talked about it a lot, but just the irony of it all, there's something quite like this. Yeah, you know what? I, I quite honest, you play a complete game, you shouldn't have that many overtime games. Right? So it's that's that's one part of it. The next part is then you need guys to make a difference. Right? When you win face-offs and you have control of the puck, you need a D-man to make a play, you need forwards to drive through, things like that. And uh, that hasn't been consistent enough, that's for sure. You had a couple of chances, I think 10 seconds left in regulation, and they could have... Probably two or three there. Yeah. And it's hard to tell from the bench, but those are probably, and quite honestly, are probably our best chances in the third, too. Yeah. I mean, they only had, I don't know what the shots were in the third, but I don't know if other than... Other than the shorty goal, I'm not sure they had any shots, did they? There's Daryl Sutter, courtesy of uh, Flames.com, Flames TV. Shots were 14-3 in the third period. They traded goals. And then, yeah, needed a, needed a goal in overtime. They didn't and... really generate much in the third till that flurry. Yeah. Felt a lot like... Uh... All these bad losses blend together. Dean, which one is it that I'm thinking of? It's, yeah, that's that one. Uh, he also mentioned the shorty. Worth mentioning that the, the they went over yeah. two in the power play and gave up a shorthanded goal. Yeah, it wasn't good. And again, that's Kadri that makes the play. He notes it in that post game. He says, I mean, irresponsible play on the wall. That's didn't name names, but anyone yeah. with uh, internet access knows that's Kadri trying to get it back to the point there and it immediately turns into a two-on-one. Um. Yeah. And, and look, it's just not a confident group, right? When they're down in the third, it was almost like miraculous they could get one, not 
like, well, they're a good team. They'll stick with the process here. Like it was just like, oof, this can be another one of these Toronto Anaheim third periods where nothing happens, even though they're down one. And you're so far into it now. I don't know what you expect Daryl to say or even do. No. Right? You're so far into this. Yeah, we gave up a shorthanded goal. Uh, we made a mistake and we couldn't get a goal when we needed it. And it's another one goal loss. And yeah, you get to, he, he, I mean, he's right. If good teams probably don't play 20 games beyond regulation. I've also got an update for Daryl. Good teams don't have a fourth liner on their second line for six weeks. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's a part of that. He knows. And he doesn't have any answers. No. I don't know that, I don't know that there's any coach that would necessarily right now. At this point, there are none. But. Like, you need yeah. to run the table and get help. Come on now. That's, yeah. that's not an option. The time for change isn't now. You needed these Markstrom saves in February. We actually had some games you played okay, and the goaltending killed you. Um, there's just not enough runway. Like, even if they – look, like the most flamesy things for them to actually to do here, Dean, would be play really well against Vegas, Dallas, L.A. in their next three. Yeah. And it's only going to, like, big picture make things worse. Just like in the lost stupid pandemic year when Darrell replaced Jeff Ward, they wouldn't start – Louis Domingue and picked up points in games while the playoffs were happening and they drop out of that uh, single. Well, you wanted Cole Sillinger and Sillinger hole and look Coronado is a great player, but might be better than Sillinger, but Sillinger has been a leak two years. Sillinger's had a tough, I mean, he had a, he had a good, I'm just saying like, if you can pick higher or lower in the draft, where would you want to be? Let's see. This number is low and this number is high. Which one do you want? Huh. How do you how do you like, get a Brett Ritchie though? He I thought he looked great tonight. What do you got? To, how do you get whatever he does from two feet off the goal line halfway to the corner looks scary as shit. And when everyone else <laughs> in the league does it, you're not worried. And it's every time he does it, you're like, that's gonna get in somehow. <laughs> and he did it here. Poked, credit. My kid poked his head in and he's like, Brett Ritchie, isn't isn't that the guy that played? For? Yeah, that's him. When did that happen? Ah, trade deadline. And he's what? Valamaki. Well, he was. He was with the Flames, right? Yeah. That's yeah. right. It's like, when did that happen? Oh, wait, no. wait, wait. Connor Mackey? Isn't that? I'm like, yeah, that's the guy they kept instead of Valamaki, and now he's there anyway. <laughs> they kept the wrong one, but ended up giving them both away. Yeah. Not only did they you know, kept the wrong one, but still Arizona got both for basically nothing, even if you don't want Mackey. It's, I mean, it's a comedy. It's a tragedy, whatever you want it to be. What is, you know, shoot. <laughs> what is it going to be? Oh, um. It's a 4-3 final in overtime. The, uh, the And, you know, again, what was it? The the one goal going back to last week went off of Backlund's leg and in. Yes, that was Anaheim. against Anaheim. Tonight, the, that the first goal, goal goes. Walker Dewar, the other one bounced off. Backlund skin. banks it in off of one of their defensemen and in. Walker Dewar finds a way and then off a skate and in. Yeah, they're, I mean, these are, you hear, ball. you got to score some greasy goals. They are doing that. It's the pretty ones That's that the they're having a hell of a time with. It's those ones that they're really struggling with. Uh, so they will uh, they will move on short trip. They'll be in Vegas on Thursday to Not take on the Knights. They'll just have a one-game homestand in the middle of it. <laughs> it's idiotic. If I told you they went Arizona, Vegas, LA, Anaheim, that would make sense, right? It's right there. They come back for one against Dallas and go right back. It's in the middle of those four. Anyway. 
If so it anyway, actually yeah, had games that mattered, I'd, I'd really. It is what it is. Vegas has had a fine season. They uh, they've had goaltending. Okay. It's been a revolving door, but there they are. Ninety points has them uh, sitting ahead of the Kings and the Oilers in the Pacific. And as far as you know, they're the top team in the friggin' West. I again, I don't know. Uh, I don't know how they're doing it with you know with that team and Mark Stone's out. Their goaltender Logan Thompson's been out. I guess that's what good teams do is they absorb losses and play better and other people come up and play in those roles and excel oh, with the added crazy. responsibility. Um, do we, do, I'm putting you on the spot. The Mark Stone thing doesn't sound good, but they haven't ruled them out for playoffs necessarily. It's, it's indefinitely and it might not be for playoffs, but they haven't said it's not for playoffs. Am I summarizing that correctly? Yeah. I, do. I don't get the sense that this is, well, he's got to sit so Eichel can get in from a year no, ago. No, no, it's not right. I, no. It's not the Kucherov, the no. Cooch cap. From but I'm Tampa not even Bay. asking about that. I'm just wondering how yeah. serious the injury is. I, it's- I think it's, I think it's something that if I, I think it's going to cut his career short. It's a matter of when that is. Um, I just know you, you talk to guys that have had back surgeries, and I know everything gets better, but uh, like technology and science, everything improves. But I don't know necessarily with the game of hockey. And back issues. Once you once you go in there and have a surgery, and you just want to rehab that thing, you want to try and get it stronger, or do whatever you can to not. You don't want to jump in a best of seven. To not go in there. So anyway, um, Vegas here. Thursday, then Dallas. So yeah, I uh, I am curious to see where it goes from here. I don't see it. I don't see it ending with with a playoff spot. But your point is a good one. The one thing that you've been able to kind of bank on here and there is that they come up with good games against good, really good teams. They played Bo- the, the hell out of Boston twice. They played yep. Vegas. They had a lead against Vegas the last time they, they played them and lost. So who the hell knows? Are the Rangers But tough? it does, it yep. does feel like it's uh, perhaps a little too little, uh, too little too late as I sit here in my freaking golf garb. Perhaps, eh? Perhaps. <laughs> Thanks to Mandeep and the family, the great folks over at BK Beaufort Liquor. That's the thing about BK Beaufort is when you walk in there, you're not just supporting our show. You're supporting a great family-run business. Mom, dad, brothers, and Mandeep, the family. They've been running that thing for years and continue to do it. Great spot out on the west side of our city, Trans-Canada Highway across from Windsport. And Derek Newman of Newman Dean's Real Estate Group. Derek, he is a motivated young man. He is He's building this thing. He wants to be one of the top realtors in our city, and he is working his tail off to do it. Support Derek and uh, go to you send him an email, dnewman at cirrealty.ca, or call him, 403-619-6661. Good people. We are, you and I are not, but we are very fortunate to have some good people supporting us. Uh, see you tomorrow, I guess, Cowboy. Yeah, can't wait to uh, do more talking about this game. Well, yeah, and you know what? Can't wait to sleep on it and watch the tape again and come up with some silver linings. Yeah, some fresh new (laughs) takes for the show tomorrow. That'll do it. Back Thursday. See you, buddies. That's Afterburner.